killed Sparky too. Hello and welcome to the movie podcast review and reaction for WandaVision episode 8 previously on. My name is Daniel. Joining me today is Anthony. Hello everyone. And Shabazz. Hello everyone. Guys, this is the second last episode and even though this episode is probably 10 minutes longer, they go by just as fast. Every week is like don't end too early. Don't end too early. I'm looking at the time. So this week we are picking up after Agatha reveals herself to be the one kind of controlling not everything in the hex because that's obviously Wanda, but kind of messing around with things in the hex. And now it's time to kind of de- go on a deep dive through Wanda's mind and see what's really going on here and, and kind of put everything together from what we've been seeing. Shay, what are your first reactions to this episode? Um, you know, it, it was it felt like now more of a movie than ever because it really kind of had its own style and it more of a cinematic look than a tv show look that the show was portraying before um and i i was just i, I think i was more unsettled in this one the way the episode starts with the salem witch trials um it really just kind of put me in this place of like okay now we're really diving into horror horror uh i'm kind of scared and i think uh throughout the whole episode i was uh kind of like just tense because I didn't know at what point a jump scare would happen. And, and I, and I love that we're seeing like magic is an established thing in the MCU. I, I, I dig seeing that. And especially with that, we learned that like Wanda always kind of had something within her and the mind stone was more attracted to her and kind of brought that out. And, you know, we see that, you know, that, that classic Scarlet, which look like outline, um, in the mind zone when, when they're, she's being experimented on. Anthony, what are your first reactions to this episode? I really enjoyed it. I thought this was probably the best performance-driven episode between um, Wanda and Agatha and their 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 actor the actors playing them. Um, if 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 any episode is going to guarantee nominations for Emmys, this would probably be it for performance-wise, just because Olsen did an amazing job with her recounts of going through different time periods that have affected her life, especially when she hits that mindstone sequence, she looks so gaunt and like, just scary looking. Like I didn't expect her to be that um, deprived during her childhood. So, and a lot of it, even during that childhood sequence where, you know, the bomb explodes and kills her parents. um, That was pretty powerful stuff. Yeah. Pretty, pretty I, powerful you know, stuff. You know, I wasn't expecting to see that, you know, like we saw in Avengers Age of Ultron. And again, I love that the show is, you know, really like p- like bringing in those plot points that we heard about in Age of Ultron so long ago that, you know, like they waited under their bed for two days thinking that a, a Stark missile was going to kill them. And then it kind of like you understand why um, you understand really why, like. Wanda and her brother Pietro had like that hatred for the Avengers because that was their experience to them. It was waiting to see if are they going to maybe die. And we called it out on the first episode of our re- review and reaction saying that like Wanda was doing this to kind of as a as a way to channel her own grief. She created this hex over Westview and created this world to to kind of escape into the sitcom world because those are the shows that her dad and her family would watch every day and what her dad would be selling to, to make a living. And it was just, it was just so cool seeing that and actually seeing the shows that this show is referencing so um, beautifully 
actually seeing the shows themselves playing, I thought that was really uh, was really cool to see. Also, that jump scare with the bomb going off terrified me. Like that shook me to my core at three in the morning. Oh, absolutely. I was uh, like, I knew I'm like, oh, something's definitely about to boom. And then it happens. And you're like, oh, okay. Well, uh, I, I remember I had to stand up for a few minutes just to kind of <laughs> gather myself again. And, you know, I one thing I really want to shout out in this episode, too, is just Catherine Hahn. She she really plays this character so well. There's this there's this weird like, oh, I don't trust you at all. But there's a little bit of like, hmm. Some of the things you're saying aren't too bad, so yeah, like, maybe like, are you, you kind of relate Wanda right now. <laughs> yeah, and, and it just creates this 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 moment. Um, I also love that we get to see uh, Wanda visit Sword and how that kind of like the film really seems to so the show it 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 captures the the points in Marvel really well in the time the points in time uh, it dates itself really well so you know when you're looking at a scene that's from Civil War you know when you're looking at a scene that's end game or post end game so it it's very very smart how they do it um, and I thought this episode was extremely heartwarming just to see why Wanda is why she's doing all these TV shows it's such an odd idea but when you see what happens at the end you're like oh that makes total sense why this happened. Mm-hmm. What I, mm-hmm. what I thought was really cool too is that each flashback that we pretty much go through is what it corresponds with one of the commercials that we saw in the show. You know, like in the first episode, it's the toaster with the blinking the Stark toaster with the blinking red light. We see the blinking red light on the missile right. in the flashback with Wanda on her bed. The Strucker experiments, you know, same thing with Wanda being experimented on by Strucker. Like, there's a lot of those parallels and. You could just really see the the care and attention that went into each episode. Um, Shay, I know you shouted out um, Catherine Hahn, who's been phenomenal throughout the show. I also wanted to, obviously, we've been praising Elizabeth Olsen every single episode, too. I think she deserves a nomination. But Paul Bettany, um, especially in this episode, Vision just drops these gems of wisdom. Oh, and, yeah. You know, he has a line in this where he says, you know, what is grief if not love persevering? And I just... That I was just like, man, that's just that's such a great line, and it is such a line that somebody who's a machine trying to understand what what this what love is and how it controls us and binds us, and you know, that's his way of describing it. I thought that was so amazing, really, really great. Um, we also so like we were talking about earlier, we know that magic or something was already inside Wanda, and the Mind Stone just brought it out. What do you guys think this is? Do you guys think this is like hints to like maybe there being like some type of mutant gene inside of her? Or what do you, do you guys think this is a tie to X-Men? What do you guys think? Hmm. That's a good question. That's a good like, and now like thought process in, in terms of the way they presented uh, this Scarlet Witch. Um, Cause it seemed like, you know, in the comics, she's Scarlet Witch is just a name that she's given to herself. Um, but this is like an, an a power that is now, on her like the phoenix or even black panther it's like an entitlement of sorts yeah it's like a mantle but it it could be uh, a tie-in to mutants right because she she is a mutant in the books and then they said she wasn't but that was all because certain rights were given to certain people but now everything is under one um umbrella again it could be that that's a like a tie-in to the mutant universe that that stone sensed that she had a gene because remember she had these powers as a kid. She, she just had them. 
They were so, within her, yeah. Within her. She wasn't it wasn't something that was experimented and then pulled like given to her. These were powers that were just born within her. This could lead to the mutant um storyline in the future. Yeah, it's very much possible. It's very much possible. Do you guys think that we've seen like I know we've been kind of every episode, oh, is Mephisto in this or who is the bigger bad pulling strings here? We know Wanda is the one controlling all of this. We know uh, Agatha came because she was just like, who is stunting their magic right now? And she came to really experience it. And she's, I think, in awe and jealous of Wanda's magical abilities mm-hmm. of her chaos magic. And, you know, this episode ends with um, Agatha pretty much having Wanda's twins like by their throats. And she calls Wanda, she's a Scarlet Witch because she c- can control chaos magic. Do you guys think there is a bigger bad here, or what do you guys think is going on? Marvel does a really good job of taking characters that you know are maybe sometimes a lot smaller in scale, and 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 utilizing them to their full potential that they may have not been in comics. I I truly do believe that maybe you know, and Catherine Hahn is a big enough actress, and she's getting enough praise for this role that I can see her really being the big baddie here, and maybe down the road in something else we may see Mephisto but I can also see that like Mephisto just kind of showing up next episode even and and I'll 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 be here for it but I can totally also see them just kind of focusing on Agnes's character Agatha Harkin How about you Anthony It it seems like so there's that sequence at the end where she's in the car and there's that letter right we don't really know who gave her that letter and it seems like she was brought to that location for a reason. Um, we don't know if that was something that was vision that set up or if that was someone else who set up. I just, I feel like it's leading to someone else. That's going to be a huge factor for Dr. Strange. Um, and you know, the follow-up to this storyline being the Dr. Strange, um, movie. I still think it's Mephisto behind this. I know, I, he, we might not even see him, but we he might be mentioned. Also, the um, the sword dude, uh, what's his name? Hayward. Hayward. Like he's he first. I don't know his. I like what his plan is. What he wanted because he told he told everyone that you know Wanda took Vision, but he she never right. did. She, she never did. took it. Um, she created Vision out of her, I guess, mind. Just built them so there's his character and then there's this other character that's behind it that we don't see i just feel like there's something that's going to be revealed in the next episode that should at least give us an answer who is behind all this yeah i mean with hayward as well he really kind of taunted wanda into Mm -hmm. uh either like trying to create vision again or or turn him on because like he basically said, like, you can't, like, what are you going to do? Like, take him and turn him back on or, like, bring him back to life? And it's Because you know that he wants to do that. And, you know, we see in the, the post credit scene in this episode that, you know, he's created that white vision that looks to be who they're going to have to fight in the next episode, I'm assuming. Um, it's Paul Bettany's been saying he's been teasing, like, someone he's been really wanting to work with. Was he just teasing about working against himself? It's very, it's very much possible. Um, but it's just it's just so cool to see like week to week um the story that this show's been able to tell and just 
really take us on the journey with it. Uh, any final thoughts, guys, before we wrap up this week of episode eight of WandaVision? Uh, I just can't wait for episode nine. Uh, yeah. It's going to be a slow, slow wait, I can tell. Yeah. Do you think it will be the longest episode of all the episodes, or will it be still around that 35-minute mark? I think a little bit longer, or like how this episode was, 46 minutes, 47 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it will most likely hover around there. Do you guys see any big cameos, though, other than Paul Bettany facing off against himself? Do you guys foresee any big hero characters that we haven't seen yet showing up next week? Just Doctor Strange is a possibility. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, Doctor I'm Strange being the big one. Oh, so, and Howard the Duck. Oh, Howard the Duck, for sure. He's he, the key to all of this. He's the key to everything. <laughs> uh, one thing we didn't, we didn't see um, Monica and we didn't see Pietro this episode. No, so. we didn't. And they, and they were in the post-credits last time. Yeah, so something's going on, and I'm sure we will see next week what's going on. But until then, that has been the Movie Podcast. Of course, you could catch a brand new episode every single Monday across all your favorite podcast services. We have movie reviews and obviously our WandaVision reviews coming out throughout the week. So make sure you're subscribed to us on our socials at the Movie Podcast and, of course, on anywhere you listen to podcasts. So you could make uh, you could catch all of our brand new episodes. Thank you so much for listening. That was this time with the movie podcast, and we'll see you next. And I killed Sparky too. Mm-hmm.